so all right guys i did it today i uh i watched up to uh season four episode part one and two the way of the warrior deep space nine i'm sorry it took so long guys but i'm ready to go i'm hyped. right i'm up to shaved head captain <laughs> cisco uh, Michael Dorn okay. is back on the show. All right, let's start this Deep Space Nine podcast. That's what we're doing, right? <laughs> Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. No, um, Justin, that's that's what I mean. That's what we're here to record tonight, right, guys? I mean, I'm no, sorry. The, it, took, it took me like six months to watch. Yeah, we're we're, Tom, we're here to watch our podcast. We're here to record our podcast, The Maquis. Uh, no, God. you stupid fucks! It's a Christmas miracle, Platlands. Oh God. Yes, as as far as you at home are concerned, it's been a year since we've. Uh, <laughs> it's been forever. We've planted. Um, for us, six months. Six You'll months. You'll never we, hear there, it. <laughs> you will actually literally never hear it because a decent chunk of it was never recorded because so, of me. So, um, to pick up where we left off, uh, the Five Bloods, I think. My favorite movie. movie of the first half of the year. <laughs> well, no movies came out, so I think it's literally one of the only new ones I've seen. <laughs> hey, but enough about that wonderful film. Uh, yeah, who's going to be president in a month? Ooh. Not Donald Trump. Not Donald Way. Trump. <laughs> Not Donald Trump. <laughs> Not Donald Trump. So, oh my god. So all of you out in Plaid Nation? Plaid guys, the plaid, are we sure we want to be army. called are we like we're already called the Plaid Lads, which sounds a little dicey, but do you really want to start talking about Plaid Lad Nation? Because that's <laughs> Plaid Lad Nation. That sounds plaid like a lad compound nation. in Iowa, you know. <laughs> we we visit this new world. Uh, since we've last seen you, a global oh, pandemic. <laughs> um, Donald Trump is uh, continuing to try to uh, destroy America. But and, he's not going to do it. And we did the first season of Star Trek Picard. Most importantly. <laughs> oh. Feels like a million years yeah. ago now. It does, especially since there's probably not going to be a second season. Because they were probably going to film it this year. What is enough? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? No, because they were supposed to bring back Guinan for that second season. So I want to see that happen. No, I want I want it to be like True Detective. I want next season to only be Guinan. Or next season should be Captain Cisco, man. Da, 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 da. My name Actually, is there's a Brett reason why that can't happen. I won't spoil it for you. I'm in um, the handsome so lads. family. What? You, you there, boy? Yeah. What? Which? Who? What day is this? You, what? boy. Who? You you're, in the Santa hat. You're you're pointing at me, but you're looking at him. <laughs> no, I'm looking at you. Who? <laughs> you, Justin. God oh. damn it. Well, yeah. Me? Just say my name. 
you there, boy. Yes, who? Justin. Say it. Yes. Hey, Justin. No, you there, boy. Yes, okay, what? What day is it? Um, it's uh, December 23rd. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like Wednesday. Christmas Eve Eve. The Eve of the Eve is what I see. What? Okay, now, yes, what? <laughs> fetch me the finest Christmas goose for Bob Cratchit and his family. That's right, Jean-Luc Picard is here. God, God damn it. And he's screwed this time. <laughs> now, Frankenbeans. Uh, you know, you know, you know, gentlemen, in the six months since I've been away, I have been researching the ancient tomes. You know how in uh, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, uh, sabotage is like classical music? Well, I found my own piece of classical music buried deep in Earth's archives. It is a poem by a poet named, I believe, Eve the Sixth? If I could swallow my pride, if I could choke on the rhyme, but the lack thereof Jesus fucking Christ leaves me empty inside. Frank? I could swallow my doubt. <laughs> Turn it inside out. It's the wrong fucking podcast, man! <laughs> Find nothing but faith in nothing. Want to put my tender heart in a blender? Watch it spin around into a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous. Then I'm through with you. Frank, did you did you keep postponing well, go? recording because you were working feverishly on this bit? Was no. Did you did you this uh, bit. did you open a tab with the uh, lyrics on your phone and then make a chef's kiss to the to the room uh, because no. you realized you had reached perfection? <laughs> no, I had this bit planned for like two months. Whenever I was going to come back to this podcast, I was going to do that bit. Oh, no. John Luke Picard was going to do that bit. I'm sorry. He left the room. He's gone. Jesus. Jesus, this is bloodlands. Yeah. Okay. Frank, before we started recording, you had an opinion. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's Christmas. No, no. No, no. We need to. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas time. We're going to talk about In Christmas stuff. We watched a Christmas episode of Frasier, and we watched the Christmas Chronicles Part 2. But we're going to talk about that but later. I had a, but first, Justin I, and Frank were talking about the classic uh, cra- literary thing by uh, the guy, uh, Dick Dick Man. By, uh, by, by Gonzo. By great, uh, the, by Gonzo. Uh, yeah, so I have an opinion. And it's, I think that the Muppet Christmas Carol is pretty good. It's fine. Um, I enjoy it. No, wait, wait uh, a second. Mostly. Wait, wait, wait. It's okay. So, so Christmas Carol. Great. Uh-huh. Great starting yeah, great. point. Right? Great. Great. The, a Muppet Christmas Carol. Holy shit. You're bringing down the, the house, my my man. Now, yeah, but now, huh? We need a human man to interact with fucking puppets. Who should hello, we get? Hello, hello, it's me, Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine, come on! You know what? So here's the thing. There's like one good song in the movie. There are exactly three, four good songs in the movie. And the one good song is 
And it's not the one that you covered and made him sound like a monster? No, he sounds like a... Right, old British gentleman! <laughs> you, made, you made him sound like a monster. Um, <laughs> um, As opposed to your no, immaculate it, uh, mimicry of... Uh, Yes. Patrick Stewart. Of, uh, of Patrick Stewart. Yes, but no, it's it's that one song in the beginning where they're like, this guy's such a crumb bum. He is such a jerk. Oh, We're so glad then... we gave this to Michael Caine because he really needed work. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's like why, the best song. Why in the are movie. you coming at Michael Caine? <laughs> he did need work at the time. His t- career was in the toilet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Right. Um, uh, but you know what? You know my my beef with this movie. What's that? My beef is my beef is twofold. One, okay. get that Ghost of Christmas Past puppet out of my fucking face, Brian Henson. No, that thing's terrifying. Oh wait, yeah, Ghost of Christmas Past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little girl ghost. Mm. It, it kind of implies it's pretty a, weird. A child who drowned. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty fucking weird. Secondly. Get that Ghost of Christmas present puppet no, out of my fuck face. you! Come in and know me <laughs> better, man! And send us something of a something about bum. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. You mean you want to get me out of a Muppet Christmas Carol? <laughs> it's just... Tom, have you seen this motion picture? I have. Okay, the the Ghost of Christmas Present puppet, is that or is that not Justin? I mean, it is. <clears throat> yeah. It's not. That uh, Ghost of, of Christmas Yet to Come one is fucking terrifying. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that's not Justin? Justin, is there another reason you're obsessed with this movie? I thought you always just talked about it because you were in it. <laughs> also, you got the cute little mice ones. I was like, ah. The mice are cute. The little Jesus for us Mises guys. Oh, Yeah. And the uh, the little bunny rabbit, he's pretty cute. Yeah. Wait a little bit. I'll walk. Oh wait, no. Uh, okay, uh, you know what I watched? Um, I watched last year's FX uh, Christmas Carol oh, miniseries. I know exactly what you're talking the, about. That crazy, the, the, the gritty one where uh, Scrooge almost rapes a woman. Yeah, with uh, Guy Pierce for some reason. Yeah, it's good. Is Tom Hardy in that? No, he w- he would be, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he almost rape a woman? It's uh, it's complicated. I'll yeah, let you they, watch they send, it. Okay, they like send him to hell in that, right? Uh, no, they they send uh. Uh, Marley. Marley's much more of an actual character in it. Uh, so, so you follow his journey, too. You know what? So, have you guys ever seen the Mickey Christmas Carol? Yeah, it's really one? great. It is? But he, a weird choice is always that Goofy is Marley. So does that mean Goofy's in hell and he deserves to be there? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, transpa- like what? why is it Goofy? I mean, have you seen a Goofy movie? He's I have. done he's some a, shit. He's a shitty dad. <laughs> we lost Tim Tom. No, I'm here. Okay. Um. But yeah, no. It's, uh, did anyone try to watch an off the beaten path Christmas movie this year? I usually try to slot in one. 
Um. Yes. It's a, um, uh, a wait further instruction. Well, we can save this till uh, well, um, uh, recommendations, but a wait okay. further instructions is uh, it's like a sci-fi British horror movie where yeah. they're uh, trapped in a house, um, and they only get uh, instructions from a television set. Oh, it's, uh, it's, does it it's, take place at Christmas? It does, yes. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, my off-the-beaten-path Christmas movie this year was not that. It was just Lethal Weapon. Oh, that's a good one. It is a good one. My only beef with that movie is always that, like, Gary Busey's character is basically the devil, and he gets kind of the most anticlimactic death in the movie. All I remember about that movie is uh, Mel Gibson getting into a fist fight in uh, the sprinklers uh, at the yes. end. Yes, that is what happens. But anyway, fellas, I've, uh, before we get to our podcast, uh, how have we been spending the Christmas season otherwise? Pass. <laughs> Pass? Let's get to the Pass. movie. <laughs> okay. It's Anywho. 2020, guys. You know the fucking deal. You're living through the same fucking hell. Let's just. Yeah, the year sucks. Let's just get to the, <clears throat> the movie. You don't want to hear about <clears throat> our particular. <clears throat> hot take hmm. you want to hear how we've spent our 2020 like you want to hear my fucking poetry from seventh grade let's get to the fucking movie I, wait wait could could you tom do you do you have some prepared they felt the heat in their hands <laughs> oh god all right so this anywho's a, wait a second wait a second i hear music what what in the distance Huh? What? What is that song? That tune? <laughs> it's in the coming of a street choir. No, that one. God damn it! No. When you do that, it sounds more like uh, Rev Tevia than it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I were a rich man, Justin, you could also be Tevia, weren't you? <laughs> I think I don't know. Aren't you? <laughs> you don't know. I, like, I I just don't know if I was Tevia. <laughs> I don't know if I was one of the musical theater's great characters. <laughs> no, the, the, the song, In the Distance. I'm doing my Christopher Walken impression because <laughs> the podcast has been joined by Kevin Pollack. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but when's he getting me too'd? Never, apparently. <coughs> I think we got them all. Oh. All but, right, then. But that song I hear. Plaid, let's go to the movies. Plaid, let's, let's go to go the, the movies. movies. It's not around. Plaid, let's go, go to the, the movies. This time, this movie sucks. Yeah, that's right, guys. Uh, we, holy shit. So th we decided to revive our annual tradition of watching a Christmas Chronicles movie. The first two years, we just watched the first one twice. Uh, and they came out with a sequel this year, so that's what we're watching. We watched 2020's Christmas Chronicles 2. Literally one of the only new movies released this year because it was on a streaming platform. And also, I can't imagine... <clears throat> The crew of a Christmas Chronicles 2 was that uh, 
COVID safe? <laughs> <coughs> no. I think no. they would have plowed through hmm. no matter when. So No. Um, I fellas. was holding out hope against hope that they were going to uh, say that this was only one year later in the year 2019. But then uh, that hope got no. blown up with a line of dialogue where she said, <laughs> we helped two you year- out two years <coughs> ago. Uh-huh. But you know hey, what? Wh- hey, and why is everyone in fucking Cancun? Why does no one have masks on? Guys. What the fuck? Guys, I am willing to suspend disbelief in that particular regard because we're going to have to suspend disbelief in a lot of ways. Guys, this movie was fucking terrible and I loved it. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, this, I was smiling ear to ear. Opening credits to oh, when I closed Netflix no. on my phone. This um, was amazing. I loved it. Don't be Scrooges. J- Justin, can you give yes. me the Tim Allen noise? <laughs> there we go. That was more Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've got opinions on this movie, too. And... I liked it. <laughs> oh my god! It's it's stupid. It's bad. There are lots of terrible things about it. But I genuinely liked some of it. Uh, we can I, we can I, we can get into it. Can we just kind of like generally freewheel real quick? Because here's the thing. As I'm sure we're going to talk about. Yes. This movie. Did you guys go COVID crazy? What happened? <laughs> this movie really upped the ante in terms of backstory and fucking yes. lore, like fantasy, yep. fucking book, yep. twelve volume fucking lore. Uh, this shit was crazy, but it was simultaneously one hundred percent a Christmas Chronicles movie. Yes. Yeah. It was completely different. What does that even mean? It what does com- that even mean? It was completely different than the first one, right? It was a completely different scope. It was a completely different, like, 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 uh, plot structure. It was this was much more plot driven than character driven. It had less, it had less bits. However, this uh, Chronicles of Narnia, Golden Compass, Fellowship of the Ring, <laughs> fucking movie was a hundred percent Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> And this this movie oh. is what now don't get me wrong it sounds oh, like no. I'm raving about the gonna rave about oh, the no. film it's bad in many ways it's genuinely good in concept in a few ways but this is what the first movie should have been as opposed to a weird hey look it's Kurt Russell as Santa here's a bunch of uh racist right wingy <laughs> subtext well hang on well no, it's 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 in here it's in here the the little girl in this movie carried on the spirit of christmas chronicles one where she hates her black stepdad and and her major what? issue with the beginning is I'm in Mexico. Mexico isn't good for Christmas. <laughs> it's right. They don't celebrate Christmas in Mexico. Yeah. I, I, bet, I bet they're not even Christian down there, let alone fiercely Catholic. Uh, so I, yeah. let, let me say this. Let me say this. Justin has already mentioned that the girl from Christmas Chronicles 1 has a new stepdad. 
Uh, he is played by actor and singer Tyrese. Yes. And Tyrese is giving a performance that I can only describe as the performance of a man who is getting truly fucked on his alimony payments because <laughs> yeah. he went through a really messy divorce recently and that's his like, I gotta get some fucking work, man. These lawyers are killing me. He is giving less of a fuck than I have ever seen an actor give in a film. Everybody, everybody in this movie is doing a terrible job. <laughs> Horrible. Even with, actors I like. Uh, with, uh, with the exception of... Don't I say the fat they, kid from... No, no, no. He Huff was awful. And it's he's a terrible. shame because he's been good in things. He's very funny. Uh, yeah. so, um, Goldie Hawn I felt terrible for, so I don't blame oh, her at all. Awful. But, oh my God. The one exception is... First, they recast the older brother, I believe. I don't know. No, I so. think it's the same guy. Yeah, I think it's the Is same it the guy. Same? I doubt it. I think it so. He looked, he looked the same to me. Yeah, me too. I don't. Th- I think. I think he was similar, but it's a different actor because this guy had a bit of energy, a bit of pep to his step. He had a small role, but I appreciated what he did with it. Hey, do you guys know? Might- do you guys know who had a smaller role? <laughs> let's. Um, let's- Let's see if this is the first time you've thought of this character since watching the movie. Uh, the older brother's girlfriend who makes one appearance on screen and is never <laughs> mentioned again. <laughs> um, I watched this movie I watched this movie like two nights ago and don't remember her at all. Do exactly. You, um, the script supervisor do, do wanna, got sloppy. <laughs> I, I I have a couple of other um uh uh small roles. Um the um during the dance sequence at the airport, the um security guard was played by a man. I don't know his name. <laughs> a man okay. who, in my opinion, a man. <laughs> gave one of the best performances of the year. Oh, in the video okay. game Ghosts of uh, Tsushima, as oh, the wait, Mongolian warlord. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the cop. I- I'm talking about the security guard guy. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't have a PS4, so I, I have not played Ghost of Tsushima. Um, and you know who else had a very small role? Um, in the role of the elf, um, who was oh, Santa's yes, mentor. Yes, 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 yes. You know who? I know who you're going to say. I know who you're going to say. Malcolm McDowell! <laughs> Malcolm McDowell, do you know what I said to my fiance? Because we were watching this movie together because I made her do this. She was like, oh, I recognize that voice. And I was like, hey, you know, that's that's uh, Malcolm McDowell. And she goes, oh, yeah, I th- he's he's like an old British guy or something. And I went, yeah. You know what his favorite restaurant is? <laughs> God damn you. And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, the man loves California pizza kitchen. God damn it. <laughs> and she Malcolm immediately... McDowell. She, she was preemptively like, divorced you? She preemptively divorced me. How the fuck do you know that? How do you know he likes California Pizza Kitchen? <laughs> but as as true heads know, as real heads know, that is some knowledge I have dropped on this uh, show multiple times. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> so, But yes, he is the head elf of the wood elves because there's multiple races yeah. of elves. Yeah. yeah, and I am such a no. fuck. I am rock hard, you guys. So Malcolm McDowell <laughs> played uh, a combination of Elrond and Celebrimbor in the Mirkwood elves. <laughs> yeah. uh, the- wow, that's a deep pull. 
the the maker of the uh, All Star container, uh, the All Spark container for uh, the Star of Bethlehem. Uh, Did you play Shadow of Mordor? Because I didn't know Calibrimbor until I played Shadow of Mordor. I know things. I'm I'm a I'm a Lord of the Rings nerd this month. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll get over the it. The movies are great. Uh, yeah, man. No, this had some deep fucking lore. Like I was saying in the group chat before we recorded, I didn't realize that part one of the Christmas Chronicles was going to be The Hobbit to part two's Lord of the Rings. I mean, the first one is just this simple little story. What if Kurt Russell was Santa Claus? There once was a Kurt Russell who lived in a North Pole. And they got a little story about that. A cute little thing. But now this new one is getting fucking... We're going back to the like the, the seventh we're century. We're going back to ancient Turkey... Oh. Everyone, where Kurt Russell is apparently from. Well, yeah, yes. read a book, Chris Columbus. Now, now I am uh, not quite sure. One, I very much appreciated that they 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 rolled in the legitimate Saint Nicholas, Saint Nicholas lore into this, which is rarely ever done. However, in the scene, I believe Kurt Russell was slightly. Wearing brown face. <laughs> he was definitely a little bit darker. Yeah. yeah so, uh, so a point we have to get to is that uh, he only produced the first movie, and I think he saw the shoddy product. So Il Maestro, Chris fucking Columbus, had to step in and direct this one. Uh, Chris Columbus is maybe my least favorite director of all time. Rattle off some well, direct- Home Alone 1 and 2. Awful. Nine oh, fuck you! Awful. F- fuck you, dude! Harry Potter, Harry Potter one and two, awful. <laughs> Frank's a troll, ladies Here- and gentlemen. No, Chris, Chris Columbus. I, 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 I put him in there with a Ron Howard in that they are inoffensive. Dog shit. Also, dog uh, shit. Spielberg ripoff people who make who who can direct a, a solid film. Nothing, nothing great. Uh, There's a a shot in here that is so incompetent, it made me want to die, and it's at the end when the fucking snow cat gets tossed up into the air and he's screaming into the camera. The CGI snow cat. That scene is fucking ruled, Frank. As Tom would know him, Jala. I'll say this. There is... um, the the one legitimately super cool uh scene um is when the 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 yule cat uh is attacking the reindeer so yeah and it's like what the fuck this is <laughs> this is yeah. really cool the fucking yeah my my the my fiance actually screamed they just killed dasher yeah and i was like dasher's not a real thing <laughs> oh the, fuck this, you this movie <laughs> <laughs> now, this is how you know this is a Christmas Chronicles movie. Because, uh... That's not a thing! There's only two of them! Yeah, well, it is a fucking thing now, Frank. If You, you, you better fucking pull out your notebook because you're about to get schooled. <laughs> because one of the great Christmas Chronicle things uh, is a horrible asymmetry of tone from moment to moment, yes. shot to shot. <laughs> yes, true. So, Correct. the score becomes epic and grave leading up to this fight, as if you mm. are watching a Peter Jackson movie. <laughs> the fight is yeah. fucking intense, done by the fucking intern at the CGI company who uh, uh, is developing his RPG combat game uh, on the side. Uh, 
And then uh, other examples of this, uh, the fucking uh, when uh, when Jack, the, the little boy, uh, has to get to the top of the cannon tower, and he is given a Nerf gun that shoots soft foam Nerf darts. Right? Yes. And it's cute, and it's sticky, you know, it's funny, and he's shooting the little CGI elves. But then the CGI elves start attacking him with real steel weapons and tiny hand grenade explosives. And chainsaws. Oh, yeah, Yeah. this won't be that dangerous until he gets through a door, and then a second later, the door is penetrated by several sharp stabbing implements (laughs) and asymmetry of tone. Uh, speaking of which, uh, this movie includes a uh, uh, Liam Neeson's Taken-esque instance of human trafficking and kidnapping as its first major plot beat. Yep. <laughs> True. Yeah. They're, they're kidnapped by uh, the kid from uh, Hunt for the Wilder People and Deadpool 2. I think his name is Julian Dennison. I didn't realize this was uh, going to be a sequel playing... to uh, where the Wilder Pe- Hunt for the Wilder People as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, his character's name is, say it with me, everybody, because they say it every fucking second of this movie, Bellsnickle. <laughs> Bellsnickle. I, oh I turned to my fiance at one point and I just said, stop saying Bellsnickle. <laughs> Where the fuck are they saying Bellsnickle so much? Much like no, Citizen I'll- Kane, that is actually Kurt Russell's nickname for Goldie Hawn's VJJ. V- <laughs> Christ. So, I... I- what I thought was good about it, uh, about this movie, is this. The the major concept of it, I thought was very unique, horribly executed, but I thought a um, an elf who has designs, they, they hinted at this, but not fully, but and one of Santa's elves, elves, who has designs on being a new Santa. Right. That's awesome. That's that's a, that's a, a really cool it? idea. That's a tale I, I, as old as time. That's literally the story of uh of, of Satan. <laughs> it's uh Yeah. It's I wanna say it's this uh story of Melkor. <laughs> I I'm a little foggy <laughs> on it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess it's the story of fucking uh, Sauron too. So, guys, I for- <clears throat> I forgot the uh, the bit I wanted to do at the beginning. Of is the, the ep- bit that you liked in this movie? No, the bit the bit I wanted to. In do- which case, is you found the bit? No, the bit I love this movie. The bit I wanted to do was I was going to pretend like I was hungover. <laughs> uh, because I'm sorry, guys. I've been I've been up for like three days straight, fucking uh, tripping out on some fucking elf bane. <laughs> Yeah, fucking, <laughs> the elves get elf madness, and they need elf bane, so they send the stepdad's kid, uh, the only other black person in this movie, everybody, out to, to go find them. He's well, a fucking lead. Well, Goldie Hawn has to tend to, so Goldie Hawn, who signed on to be in this movie for Mrs. Claus, uh, is in the scene for, is in this movie for five minutes, maybe six and they were torturous minutes. Once again, God, no yeah. blame on her. Uh, I felt terrible for her. She was terrible, let's yeah. Talk, let's talk about this little boy who played Jack. He's a kid actor. He can only be so good. But can you, can we talk about how they found the kid with the face of James Baldwin and the soul of Don Riggles? Like, what? <laughs> 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 like, Jesus Christ. 
Like, I'm oh. spitzing out here. It's so hot. I'm being eaten alive by these mosquitoes. Oh, my asthma. <laughs> Gee, I don't fucking know, Woody nice Allen Goldie Hawn lady, if I can make it to the top of that mountain. <laughs> I That kid made me realize that, oh, wait a second. We're being harsh on these movies because these are kids' movies. Uh, like these are like for toddlers, right? But then you have <laughs> Dasher getting killed. <laughs> you and have like, a time traveler's wife subplot. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I don't know who this movie is for. Oh, oh! Can this we get to for Tom and you? <laughs> can, can we? Can we get to when the? The little girl meets her dad as a child. <laughs> yeah. That's what I just said. Time traveler's wife subplot. <laughs> except it's her own dad. We we got to that point in the movie as we were watching it. My fiance turns to me and she had not seen the first one, by the way. Uh, and she said, it's going to be his, her dad. I was like, no, it's not. And she's like, yeah, it's going to be your fucking dad. This oh, movie's stupid. I, I knew the moment he appeared on screen. <laughs> that was that was her dad. It's just like, did she not? think did she not think to like be like hey dad two things real quick if there's a house fire (laughs) and don't go into it do me a huge favor on september 10th 2001 just call in a fake bomb scare to warn world trade (laughs) center just do it and all also, pick a better favorite Christmas song than Oh Christmas Tree. Oh, I yes. Okay. My favorite. My favorite part up, of this movie. Wrapped is, it up in is, a bow. In the, the beginning of the movie, they call back to that. And I thought, <laughs> yeah. and I left. I left like this. <laughs> and, and I said, thank you, movie. You're stupid and full of shit. And then they call it back at the end of the movie for a triumphant emotional scene where they're singing Oh Fucking Christmas Tree for 10 fucking minutes. They cut between the North Pole and Cancun. And they're all singing it. And it's goddamn nonsense. (laughs) Whose favorite Christmas song? Is Oh Christmas Tree. They missed such a fucking opportunity. First of all, they had an integral tree in the North Pole Village, which just housed the 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 star or whatever. The, the, the literal star of Bethlehem. Right. They, they go in and out of the Jesus stuff in this movie. Yeah, they kind of oh, yeah. They kind of trapes with it. Well, I'll come back to that because I've got some thoughts. But they missed an opportunity. Tom, Tom, is this movie your new religion? Are you like, <laughs> is this like a foundational text for you? Now? I actually have a, I have a hot take on that. That the uh, the five uh, mortal sins of an elf to become human are eerily similar to the five uh, thieves of the Sikh religion, <laughs> which are oh, uh, dear e- God. ego, greed, lust, attachment, and anger. <laughs> so, I, I I feel like they're building to something here. Anyway, I'm eager for part three. But the kids the kids 
favorite cr- song, the guy's favorite song is Oh Christmas Tree, but in the Christmas Village at the North Pole, the whole thing is anchored by a gargantuan Christmas tree. They're already playing with sort of fantasy lore, so why can't this tree be like the life force of Christmas or have it be sentient like the Deku tree yes. or, or like uh, Fanghorn or some shit? Like, uh, So the tree is going to bring him back. Is what you're saying? Yes, and I. So this is also I. I, I got us some some shit did bug me about it. So <clears throat> this movie was there's some supernatural elements of it, but apparently Santa Claus some? Some? in a movie with Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus is not a supernatural being though. In the in the cosmology of the movie, the lore of the movie, it is the star of Bethlehem interacting with the. Borealis, which makes no sense because Borealis means north. They meant Aurora. Aurora is the flame. Borealis means north. Anyway, uh, so they, uh, the Star of Bethlehem interacts with the Northern Lights and creates the dome inside of which time stands still and Santa Claus <clears throat> ages very slowly because he's only outside of the, uh, of the dome once a year for Christmas. And that's why he's aging so slowly, because inside the dome, time stands still. So he's actually a mortal man who only ages for one day a year for millennia. So he's not a supernatural being. (laughs) But he would still be a million years old, because that's one day of 1,500 years. Which doesn't shake out to that much. That's like uh, like five years. (laughs) So it actually. So then, how did he go from young Kurt Russell in brown face? Because it's the fucking Christmas Chronicles too, Frank. <laughs> and are we to now, assume that there's a second weird zone of mysticism where, first of all, there's no land at the North Pole, so this whole mountainous tree-laden landscape doesn't make sense. Also, where is the tall alpine region of Turkey that they go to to visit uh, Merkwood? Why? The, uh... Where the snow is. Where is the snow yeah. in the Middle East? Uh, Asia Minor. <laughs> there might be some. In the Caucasus? I don't know. Yeah, Tayyip Erdogan is, is going snow sledding. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for you to bring up Tayyip Erdogan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought of it as soon as I saw them go to fucking Turkey. So, some other things that happened in this movie. Santa Claus got shot in the ass by a steel-tipped arrow by an elf. <laughs> he yes. did, and he makes it disappear. Uh, the obligatory musical sequence is less racist this time around. And, and it, it, it made it. sense... Yeah, it made sense in the movie. You yes. had Darlene Love. Darlene uh, Love, uh, yeah. Singer uh, uh, of a uh, great Christmas song on her own right. And, and, and the <laughs> I mean, the, the song itself was complete shit. Oh, the song oh, was the terrible. Song I just meant the song so that she's bad. famous for. <laughs> I, I meant the, the good song that she. It's time for. to celebrate Christmas because it's <laughs> December 25th. Everybody's going home to their family. Gonna open lots of gifts. Take it. Actually, me with the saxophone. <laughs> the, the, the racist. The racist Chicago blues song from the first movie, I think, is better. Um, at least that one had Little Steven. It was the East Street Band. This was this was yeah. bad, but it was better because the whole sequence was understood to be part of Santa Claus's supernatural Christmas abilities. You had the little girl walking into the scene 
it was not affecting her separately. This was something that he was Correct. conjuring with his with his magic. However, the part that I right. didn't like was how he turned it from the middle of the night to the middle of the day for no reason. <laughs> Right. Uh, and there's also that hacky joke of, like, where is Christmas spirit the lowest every Christmas season? The airport! Uh, I love this movie so fucking much, guys. Oh, God. The, the fucking uh, so we haven't actually We actually haven't talked much about Bell Snickle yet as a character. Uh, he's Julian Dennis from Hunt for the World of People and Deadpool 2. Yes. He's giving a performance that I can only describe as contractual obligation. Yep. And they keep saying his name, and he keeps not doing much. Yeah. I, 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 I'm I, not sure if I like this movie in kind of an ironic meta way. It, I don't even know anymore, but I loved his terrible performance. <laughs> I loved how <laughs> bad it was. Um... Oh man, I like his I like his story, and I like his plan. I like I like what he represents. I, I I did laugh heartily when I saw the little fat elf. Yes, that they they sort of modeled him as. That was pretty funny. Um, we should do fan art. Somebody who can draw should do fan art of us as Christmas Chronicle style elves. They're so bad. They're so bad. They're so. They look terrible. They're not cute. But the what? design. But once again, that that it's those sort of things within the lore of it um, that I really do appreciate legitimately. Within the the lore, no, I'm stopping you right there. The lore <laughs> of Christmas Chronicles. No, but but like I like I said um, in the first movie, I find it very interesting that the elves normally they're either played. Uh, by just adults or adults uh, made to look small or or children. This is one of the only times I've really seen them as these other creatures, almost like Oompa Loompa type uh, type uh, creatures. Um, and I, I really do appreciate that um, for being unique. There, there are some good, unique things about uh, in this. I love the look of Kurt Russell as Santa. I, I love when, I mean, he's, I love he's when, a great looking man. And, and I love when, um, filmmakers make Santa's classic clothing functional. So yes. it actually makes sense that he, he would be wearing it, you know, like the classic Santa suit, like something you'd buy from like a fucking target, uh, <clears throat> uh lie to your nieces. <laughs> And nephews <laughs> is is just yeah. like a a muumu you pull over your head <laughs> right. and, stru- and struggle to get out of because it's, you're it's too red fat for the it, Santa costume. <laughs> yeah, it's red and has fuzz on it, and it makes you yeah. want to die. Yeah. Whereas this, it's like okay, no, it's like this hardy jacket against the it's, winds, and it's pretty good. I, it I reminds like it. me I if you this- remember. That that Rise of the Guardians movie, Justin, where Alec Baldwin plays the Russian Santa, actually a pretty good movie. Uh, I have not seen it, but I know of it's, it. It's pretty good. Uh, good Santa costume on that uh, animated character. So, regrettably, uh, the gargantuan CGI budget they had to fucking blow on uh, <laughs> Snowcat and everything. They lost and... one of the few bright spots of the last movie, which was the sled itself, the sleigh. 
Yeah. Yes. The sleigh was actually pretty rad in the first one. It had like a steampunk thing going on, like magic technology, that kind of trope mm-hmm. with these kind of uh, sly wink Santa Claus movies. Uh, they did a really fucking rad job with the, and I feel like it was a a different sleigh and B we didn't really see too much of the workings. Uh, Bellsnickel had a sleigh that had a giant like motor strapped to it. With uh, the fucking just the, they called it something different, but they were just the hyenas from Lion King. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. <laughs> uh, so I kind of liked another missed opportunity in this movie. <laughs> If I could give it notes. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Chris Columbus, sir, I have notes for Christmas Chronicles 3. So, well, like, it's not Cast like, Catherine O'Hara and that other guy from Home Alone, the guy who played the dad. I remember his name. So I, I liked what Bell Snickle was. The fallen angel. <laughs> okay. The fallen angel trope, and he was literally going to make <clears throat> the opposite. He, he was jealous of the attention from God, from Santa. Uh, from, from God, from God so, Santa. So he stole the thing. He stole the one ring, and he was going to take it to the opposite, polar opposite of the planet, which, frankly, as a Kiwi actor, uh, 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 I think a Mallory actor, it was kind of like a had a little punch to it that like yeah fuck your northern world centrism i'm going to start my own in the southern hemisphere and he kind of like sauron was more yeah yeah bell in bell more- snickle is a great supporter of the global south <laughs> bell snickle is a big maduro fan uh he uh, uh, uh was very technological uh where oh, fuck it i'm getting drunk <laughs> this conversation is doing that Santa, Santa's was more whimsical and magical, whereas Belsnickel was more motors and quadcopter drones and technology. And it would have been interesting to see, uh, uh, like, uh, Orthanc. It would have been interesting to see the South Pole, uh, 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 Bell, uh, Bandersnatch, uh, 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 Christmatorium that he built. Uh... And I feel like that would, it could have been an interesting plot beat, sort of like an uh, a backwards anti-Christmas, you know. There's a Christmas classic movie that does this better, though. Justin, you know what I'm going to say? Uh, no. Nightmare Before Christmas. <sighs> that's that's different. Is that, it? It. I mean, it's it's it is because. I think Bellsnickel brings up some interesting points. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that <laughs> one, it's it's it is almost it it gets into something that I've I've always had with the I've had some issues with the mythology of Santa Claus that is perpetuated in media. Right. That's why you make your own every year. Yes, exactly. Um, one of those things is what what if Santa has all of this power, why does he squander it on giving a few shitty toys to some children, uh, Christian children throughout the world? They bring right? it up at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
Um, and what Bell Snickle is trying to say <laughs> is it's it's it is the necessary um, uh, refutation of of how meaningless Santa Claus really is. Now, I don't think the movie does anything with it. No. Yeah, he's <laughs> Bell Snickle is the killmonger of this movie. Yes, one hundred percent. I think more than uh, your nightmare before Christmas analogy. I think it is a Black Panther analogy. One hundred percent. No, <laughs> no, Frank. Uh, <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yes, Frank. Absolutely not, Frank. You know they they have a shield, a dome shield that protects them from observation from the outside world. Yes, there's magical yes. technology e- inside, exactly like Wakanda. It's <laughs> it's an ancient place of great power that has been hiding in the shadows, only affecting the world slightly. Oh uh, yeah, the, the the year that that Chadwick Boseman has tragically passed away from stomach cancer, we have to compare his his great film Black Panther to Christmas Chronicles listen, Two. Listen, ju- <laughs> calm down, Frank. Clearly, what happened is is that the week before it was due, the screenwriter left FXX on in the background, and first they showed. <laughs> The Return of the King, and next they showed Black Panther, and he wrote down like three notes, and then he took a bunch of fucking bath salts and knocked this shit out in like three hours. <laughs> this is clearly what happened. You know what Christmas movie I would have rather been watching than than this one? What's fucking that? Lord of the Rings, because Lord of the Rings is a Christmas movie, goddammit. Ex- ex- defend. Defend yourself. They came out at Christmas time every year. Oh, yeah. They came out like the, the week of Christmas. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and they have elves in them, and the elves aren't shitty. Do you guys remember how much worse the first one was, though? You know what I mean? No, Fellowship is amazing. No, no, no. I'm oh, do you mean about the first, first of Christmas this? Chronicles? Christmas oh no. Christmas. So here's my thing. Don't say. I it. like the I like the first no. one better than this one. No. By a Fuck lot. You. <laughs> this one makes the first one seem like a good like. Like Martin Scorsese tight movie. No, 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 no. no. The second, the second one is a, a straight up uh, weird kids movie, which which it has. There's the val. There's value in that. The first one is a muddled, mucky mess of masturbatory mis. The first movie has a plot. What do you mean? Whoa, 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 the second, whoa, whoa. The second one is all plot. <laughs> it's a confusing fucking plot. What's the plot of the first one? Santa Claus the is first. Clint Eastwood. No, That's the fucking plot of the, first, the plot of the first one is they have to put the sled back together and they end up in Chicago. Yeah, and the plot of the second one is the holy. Uh, uh, go ahead. The star of has been on taken Pelinor from the Field. sky and shattered. And the Turkish elves need to re up the Heavenly Father's Voiced ghost. Voiced by Malcolm McDowell. 
He had this thing where he kept talking about barbecue chicken pizza. I I don't know what that was. <laughs> Jesus. If I if I can uh, tie in all of our interests, I don't think they should have created a second alpine setting for the Turkish elves. I think they should have gone to that rock formation that's used in every Star Trek movie, and that the, oh yeah, that the other yeah. race of elves should have been like the Vulcans emerging stoically from the rock formation in their robes. Con- controversial opinion: the rock formation. Like, the way they use it in Star Trek V, even though that movie sucks, it's my favorite. That's where they go see the God guy. So, And you get the classic line, what does God need with the starship? No, no, no. What does God need with the starship? My name's Kevin Pollack, everyone. (sighs) Try the veal. Can we talk about how And I can uh, help you by trying the veal. Oh my god. My name's Christopher Walken. Jesus. What are the other impressions that Kevin Pollack does? I don't remember. What are we going to do with you, Frank? Jesus Christ. I don't know. What? Can we talk about how in a Christmas movie that makes vague overtones to Judeo-Christian cosmology, there is a second sentient race (laughs) on the planet Earth of these supposedly immortal elf creatures? (laughs) Well, yes. So here's the thing. If you can get to a place where Turkey is snowing and looks like, like Nottingham Forest or something, you can get to have fucking elves. Like, it's just, the two things are so equally absurd that you can have both of them. Oh, man. I... So, so, Belsnickel, our friend Belsnickel, our pal. Real quick, real quick. Belsnickel. Do do you think... Yes. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm like a, I'm like a lightweight linguistic enthusiast. I, I don't have the intellect to actually sit down and do this. I would like to talk to an expert, so calling all linguists who might listen to this... Did they actually make a conlang for the elves, or is it a bunch of nonsense? <laughs> uh, they made... They did. They did it for the first one. Like, it's based on the... Line, you remember they speak in the dumbass language at the end of the first one? Yeah, yeah. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. They did actually make something. I really hope for this they movie. did. I will upload yeah, it to... I will upload Lessons to Duolingo tomorrow. <laughs> if somebody as, as can far, like. Me. I I I only remember that piece of trivia from reading it when we did the first movie, but I'm fairly certain that that's they did actually make a language. So you were saying about Bandersnatch, Frank? Go ahead. Be- Bellsnickel. So did you guys know that Bellsnickel's a real guy, or or not actually a real guy, but a real concept? No, no. I didn't know that. Enlighten, enlighten yeah. me, Frank. This better not be a fucking bit, or so help me God. This is not a bit. I'm reading the Wikipedia page right now. Belsnickel. German for to wallop or to drub. Uh, is a crotchety, fur-clad Christmas gift-bringer figure in the folklore of the Palatinate region of southwestern Germany along the Rhine, the Sierland, the Oldenwald, and the Baden-Württemberg. The figure is also preserved in Pennsylvania Dutch communities and Brazilian German communities. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a... I'm going to drop in the chat... I'm going to drop in the chat a picture of Belsnickel that looks better than the Belsnickel in this movie. I This better not be... Uh, no, it's, it's no one's Belgian penis, thing. if that's what... The what thing? The Belgian thing, or the Dutch thing, where Santa Claus has a helper who's not really helping him. Oh, no, 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 that's... um. 
that's in like Norway or something. That's or no, no, is it? No, it's, was... it's like a Scandinavian. No, it's, it's like a Scandinavian country. But you're talking about Svartpeet. And look up what Svart means in German, everyone. No, it means it means, it means black. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Svarts. Uh, anyway. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uploading it to chat right now. I'm gonna say I my my hot take is that this Belsnickel looks better than the one in the movie. You mean the guy from uh, Hunt for the Wilder People? <laughs> yes, better than the dude from Hunt for the Wilder People. <laughs> I I en- I enjoy this Belsnickel. <laughs> I think that's just he's... Justin. He's <laughs> <laughs> just wearing pajama pants and he's holding a stick. <laughs> that's what you do most of the time. <laughs> true that's that's just that's just the google earth street view in front of yeah. justin's house so that that is Bellsnickel, and i think that looks a lot better quite frankly oh man i love this movie oh. 10 out of 10 my favorite part was the end where they all say <laughs> oh, oh christmas, christmas tree. tree yes and oh bell's nickel learns to love again he turns back into an elf they put the fucking star back and tyrese gets his paycheck so that he can pay off those lawyers uh and he sings a oh, christmas tree with everyone else he made and I, Cr- goldie hawn's really, only in it for two minutes everyone he made a really egregious acting choice <clears throat> that really stuck in my crawl which is they're all standing on the beach taking turns singing lines of oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> yep. And then Santa Claus using magic makes the sky light up and it says, uh, it's, it's, I don't know, it says like believe or some shit like that. Or, like, it says season, Merry Christmas, I think. It says Merry Christmas. And Tyrese, who is not on bath salts, looks at this and goes, wow. <laughs> oh, it's gee, so cool. Wow. How perfect. Instead of what? <laughs> Holy shit. Exactly. I'm shitting my pants. Like I'm actually shitting my pants. He could have. He could have gone. What? Like dumbfounded, and then like the mom would have like, like nudged him. Like it's a magic thing. Our family has magic stuff that happens to it. This is what you're marrying. Yeah, but she doesn't know about that. No. They they make a so there's like there's two bits of continuity references that I want to talk about to the first movie that I for reference like a lot better now <laughs> and makes me <laughs> appreciate the first movie in a very real way uh, is this nonsense is they reference the fact that the, the shitty kid steals cars in the first one two times once in the beginning and once when she goes to her dad in the past and he steals a car for her he steals a car yeah he breaks into a car he breaks into a door doesn't he break into a car Nope. Are no. You, what? Are you an elf thing, oh. Frank? Yeah, I guess so. I appreciated this movie as I've laid out solidly uh previous to now. Um but also because it's less overtly racist than the first one. Not by much. Less so less so, not by, not much. by much. I, my prediction for this movie was going to be that Goldie Hawn got to be the racist one this time, and that did not yeah. happen, because she's not really in it. Uh, and, uh, whew, uh, this, this, this movie was bad. It was a bad time for all involved. I was, I was embarrassed for everyone involved. It made me hate life and myself more than usual. I think that's um, saying more about you than this wonderful, <laughs> wonderful film. But I, I, I still love my pal Kurt Russell. He's, uh, he's a great actor. The elves. I, uh, I, I like him a lot less 
Especially because recently he's come out and said things like, celebrities shouldn't uh, have put out their political opinions. I'm like a liberta- libertarian guy. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Fuck Kurt Russell. <laughs> At least he's not John Voight. I mean, that's true, but <laughs> I, I was going to say, but I don't, I don't want to see a John Voight Santa movie. I kind of do. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That I want to see that. Get that him in there with James Woods. <laughs> oh, God. And Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of. No, 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 no. No? No? We're not We're not. Nah. We're not, we're not keen well, up. Well, I, I just want to bring up one last thing about this glorious movie, which is the elves. Tom's favorite motion picture. Better than Mystery Train. Better than fucking, I don't know, Leningrad Cowboys Do America. Better than, uh, I, I don't know, Tom, what movies do you like? The, that's that's both. That's the, the two movies I like. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just rewatch Mystery Train and Leningrad Cowboys Go America just over and over. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the fucking elves, when they go on the elf bane, this is a kid's movie. Kid's movie, guys. And these are cute rip-off minion Oompa Loompa characters and then mm-hmm. they take these fucking bass That's what they are. They're fucking minions. And they just start fucking flipping out and they're punching each other and they've, they've got chainsaws and they're just Tom. <laughs> and they're, Tom. Yeah. Um, we forgot to uh, mention who let the dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> yes! We did, because I memory hold it from my brain. Because when they cut to the elves who have now gone crazy, and they're having a dance party. And on the stereo... It's like an orgy, rave, blood orgy dance festival. And then, They start... Like, as if Mrs. Claus is Noriega, and they're trying to flush her out. And they start playing Who Let the Dogs Out? I'm sorry. And 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 one of the that elves holds up a, a UN peacekeeping helmet with a hole in it and in his other hand he's got a power drill. No, that's from that's yeah. from Hotel Rwanda. That's a different movie. Yeah. No. Uh the, the that joke was tired when they used it in the Rugrats Go Paris in 1999. <laughs> that's because this um, movie is brilliant and that was meant to be horrifying. <laughs> That they're listening to Who Let the Dogs Out. A now 20-year-old tune? Not to Kurt yes. Russell. To Kurt Russell, it feels like it was last year. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyway. Who um, let the dogs out? You guys Who talk amongst yourselves. the dogs out? <laughs> 10 out of 10, A+. Plus, I love it forever. Eat shit. I'll be right they back. Might as well, they might as well have been dancing to the Macarena. Uh, I smell sequel. <laughs> It's about Christmas Chronicles 3. They bring back little Steven, but this time he's Silvio Dante from The Sopranos. Yes. Uh, um, no, this movie, this movie made me hate everything and everyone, and I actually now like and will elevate the first movie <laughs> by comparison. I, so I will, you're saying, you're saying uh, this film radicalized you? <laughs> yes, this movie made me a, um, a, a, a doom-pilled... Christmas Chronicles 1 fan. I'm like one of those fucking Pepe assholes, but for Christmas Chronicles 1. Jesus. 
God damn it. I was, I was, I was teed up for the past two days waiting for you guys to hate this movie as much as I did. <laughs> you don't know I, this at I, all, Frank. I, I built up the energy in my, in my heart. <laughs> you think Ooh. the kind of men who would make this podcast would have the good sense to hate this movie? <laughs> <laughs> no. Apparently not. Um, Justin. What? Justin. What? Gaze out of the window pane. Wipe the frost off. I can't. Wipe the, the window's behind me. I'm not turning around. Wipe the frost off the window pane. Bring your candle. Bring your candle there. Can you see? Coming out of the snowdrift. It's a figure. Uh-huh. It's this statuesque figure. With a very uh-huh. large forehead. Is, 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 is that a double-breasted suit? Interesting. It, is that Steve his head? Harvey? His head so large. <laughs> A bottle of... What is that? Sherry? Oh, dear. Interesting. He's... He's returning. He's coming back. To our lives. Yes. Is that... Now, hold on a second. I think it is. Hold up a minute. Is that... Wait. No! No! What? Oh, wait. No. No. That's not him. No. Season eight, episode eight. <coughs> Merry Christmas. No, wait, <clears throat> Justin, you have a New Jersey accent, so you have to say Merry Christmas. Yes. Ah! Yeah. This is a, a, a delightful This is a really episode, good episode. Fellas. This is a really good episode. It's yeah. one of like the. So, Tom, I know you feel this way. I don't know how you feel, Justin. So I don't entirely agree with Tom that the show starts to dip a little bit around here. Um, Tom, do you th- do you feel like this is like a good area of this season? Which season is this again? This is like eight, eight or nine. Yeah, I know. Eight. I, I think they had 11 seasons? Or nine? Ten, I think. Eight, seven. I think it's... Uh... <clears throat> 
Well, this is like the th- third to last. What's 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 the uh, Niles Daphne status? They I, are I, they are together. Literally at the the first episode of this season is when they get together. So the, so they're fresh. Interesting. And like this is their first Christmas together as a couple as part of the story, and the next season's Christmas episode is even better. I think. For that, for that relationship. I don't think this show ever dipped. I think this show uh, was just perfect the entire way through, just like Christmas Chronicles 2. Uh, Tom, think... you were complaining about the spa episode. Oh, yeah, oh, that, that, one, that, one, that one sucked. <laughs> See, I don't wait. mind that one. We... No, here's the main question. Was this before or after they went to HD? Before. Then it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they this is like this is like they, right before. This is the season before. The uh, the second they go to HD, the actors are all getting on in age, and uh, they they don't have it quite dialed in with the with the makeup and the facial expressions. You know, uh, I, it just falls a little flat a little bit. But you know so, what? Doctor Mary's in this one. She uh, gives everybody hugs. She gives everybody some sugar. Frazier doesn't. He does give everybody some sugar. Because he's a fucking nerd. He's a fucking incel, angry. (laughs) He's not an incel. He gets laid all the time on this show. Displaced white man who feels that uh, the whole world's being made feminine. And he. That's not the plot at all. You're disgracing this episode of Frazier. And he. He gets he gets drunk and he does pull ups in the in the basement of the Elliot Bay Tower, and yeah, <laughs> he 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 found this new this new club in downtown Seattle, where uh, uh-huh. they, they just play uh-huh. this industrial music and he, he just dances uh-huh. dances and it's and and Brad Pitt is there in a red jacket. No, what are you talking about? And uh... <laughs> <laughs> and meatloaf is meatloaf there. Yeah, but not the way you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's hell of the bottom Carter in this episode. Not even a little. There are no women, Frank. <laughs> oh, okay. And and Jared Leto. Uh, anyway, this is a good episode. I think it's actually better than the first Dr. Mary episode. Because the first mm. Dr. Mary episode is very much a kind of clumsy of its time Mm-hmm. Right, and I, I actually don't think that episode's bad. No. I think it han- handles it as well as an episode, an episode of television that took place in the year that that episode took place, written by the people who that show was written by, could be. Yes, if that makes sense. I think that is the best possible outcome you're gonna get in those circumstances. Which is to say, it comes to terms with the fact that Fraser is ultimately uncomfortable with the fact that this woman is a black woman who is more popular than him. So he goes on 4chan. (laughs) No, that would be fucking Martin at this point. God bless the dearly departed John Mahoney, but Martin would be a a, a monster. All I'm saying is that Kelsey Grammer would really hate being put up at cash wrap all the time and he would grow out a really big beard (laughs) (laughs) this is a joke that literally only the two people
listening to right now understand. That means nothing to anyone but the two of us. It means zero. It means nothing. But it means something to me and Justin. Uh, by the has anyone checked on him? Does anyone know what happened to that guy? Mm, yeah, I'm not gonna say it's his not name. Looking great. Oh, do you know? Do you like know him still? No, no, I'm I'm joking. Oh, okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> I I check in on I'm 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 actually not gonna name names, but I check in on ex cafe manager. Yeah, from time to time on his Facebook page, and it makes me like oh, it's it both it both makes me happy and a little sad. Yeah, I feel the way about him the way Frank felt about Christmas Chronicles too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> because I I knew him from an other from another store, and I always liked him, and I never knew that that his deal is is what it currently is. <laughs> and I, I just want him to be successful at what he's doing. I, <laughs> I like, I by the way, if I you're don't know about guy, that. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. checking out our pod, man. <laughs> yeah. He very well uh, could be a listener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel bad. I both feel bad for and am happy for that gentleman. Because in, in one respect, he kind of has it figured out. And in, in other respects, he does not. He's, he's got a, young, a younger, hotter wife. Good for him. He uh, does. He this does. This is... <laughs> This is pure this nonsense. Is this means nothing to anyone. That we can only record because we are so confident no one listens to this <laughs> You made the joke first. My social security number is as follows. <laughs> <laughs> you made the joke first. Um, so, Fraser is uh, getting excited for the annual Christmas, the Seattle Christmas yeah. Parade, which... As far as, like, do cities have, like, I've never heard of a city that had a Christmas parade. It's Thanksgiving. Like, it's almost always Thanksgiving. I've never yeah, heard of a Christmas. No, there, there's there's Christmas parades. I, I, I don't know of any. I think this one is the size one would be, which is, it's probably on the local TV okay. stations. It's not. Um. But that's that's something I appreciated about this episode is um, all in yeah, one dude, episode. Thank it, you for reposting the bell snickle. I think Tom just put the bell snickle back in chat. I didn't do shit. Um, <laughs> uh, this episode really superhumanized uh, Frazier and also in a major way. Sh- showed him at his most monstrous when he punches <laughs> Santa Claus and calls out his anchor on the air. But yes. before that, it really humanized him, and I found it really sweet. Like he, it is very uh, sweet. Yeah, like it's the most important thing to the world for him in this episode, and you can sense it because I mean, like, look, we make fun of Kelsey Grammer all the time because he's like a big right wing weirdo, weirdo. But he was a one, he was a wonderful actor who gave a wonderful yeah. performance as this character. Yeah. Um, and even though he was apparently wasted. For the entire run of the show, he was always giving 110% when he, the camera was on. And yeah. you do get the sense that from childhood, Fraser Crane has wanted nothing more than to be the sort of cheesy, bantering host of a Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the extent that he actually writes out banter by himself, yeah. including the other person's banter. 
Yeah. Uh, and there's there's a great gag where he's meeting with the lady he thinks is going to be his uh, co-anchor, and they go through the whole thing, and she goes, "That's good banter." That that's I I only had one laugh out loud moment uh, in this episode, and and that was it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good that's one. good banter. Why um, why fellas? Did you know beavers could play the trombone? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I actually I had two laugh out loud moments and one is like a really cheap cross cut so the B plot is not really much of a B plot mm. it's that Daphne Niles and Martin are at home watching the parade and they start like a little gift exchange because it's Christmas Eve uh, and they're not opening the big presents and then they realize that Niles has opened the small gift and so they're all like well okay let's open one more mm. and Fraser says well in my family we don't even shake the Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. And it cuts back to everyone and they're like wearing all the shit that they've just unwrapped. Like they've unwrapped all their presents. Daphne is in like ski gear. Uh, it's amazing. And uh, oh, uh, Martin is in a uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, uh, baseball mm-hmm. cap and he's holding a big thing of Ballantine. It's good. I think that's a good joke. It, it really sets up mm. a much funnier bit in the, uh, in the closing credits. Where they obviously hastily rewrap everything, but in the closing credits in the uh, the scrambled egg song segment, uh, they see them opening the presents on Christmas morning uh, for real. But uh, I think Niles accidentally winds up with the Seahawks hat, and obviously he is uh, not enthusiastic about it. He's sports inept. Sports inept. Justin, this is cigarette number what? Like ten? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sure. I would feel better if you, I would. I would feel better if those were Jays. At this hey, point, hey Frank, yeah, fuck yourself. <laughs> My favorite part of this episode, guys, was uh, when Fraser has his temper tantrum at the end, and yes. uh, you know he's freaking out on air, and uh, the cops notice it, and they call in their. Their friends from the uh, Department of Corrections who have been sent by the president, and they <laughs> they they pepper spray the cameraman, and then they just beat Doctor Fraser Crane yeah. mercilessly with their batons. Yeah, uh, we we cut to the body cam footage that they mysteriously turn off. Yeah, and that's a reference they, to 2020, everyone. This was the parade of the uh, of the Chaz. Oh yeah, they, yeah the uh, the. Uh, what, what was it? The um. Guess what? You just been franked. What? Yeah. <laughs> the the sea hall, the Seattle Autonomous Zone, or whatever it was. What? What? Yeah. You just been franked. <laughs> uh, well, no. There's two ways to be franked. Uh-huh. One way is to have uh downer political current events things interjected into the segment, and the other way is for. A uh, very that esoteric one bit time. of erotic fan fiction to be recited. <laughs> that happened one time. <laughs> That's enough times, Frank. <laughs> that happened exactly That's more once. Times than I, did I am that. okay with. <laughs> oh, oh boy! I liked it. Uh, it was funny. It, it's so what do we rate again this like this is kind of late period for the show, but it's funny. I did catch a few times 
where a joke would just end and in earlier seasons they would have riffed on it a bit more yeah but it kind of yeah. just ends so you you can you can tell it's starting to slip though uh though we we jumped in uh uh at a time when we got we got uh um um the horrible horrible oh, so uh, that, fat phobic yeah, shit they, with they that just start doing that literally um, this episode and it, I think it is because Jane Leaves in real life became pregnant. Yeah. Um, yes, they start doing this terrible storyline. Yes. Where Daphne just can't stop eating. And then she's off the show for, like, most of the rest of the season. And she comes back after Jane Leaves gives birth. And she's like, I had to go to to uh, he the he camp from heavyweights. And Ben Stiller had to yell at me because I was afraid of our marriage. <laughs> okay, Tom. How are you over your head, Frank? That's not how you do it. <laughs> well, speak. Uh, yes. Speaking of heavyweights, though, I, I we showed got my Kenny fiance in the best Kenny, and I always love me a Kenny. one, where he briefly makes out with Zoe Deschanel and then realizes he's got mm. a wife and kids at home. He doesn't have to go to Vietnam. And he unpacks his nice. stuff. <laughs> Kenny's uh, Kenny's like the best like of that tier character, right? It well, that's a weird the tier. Third the show, tier the show are, is everyone problem. a KACL? I mean, like dan dan butler yeah was in the and cast then they got rid of it he's for like gone. the first four seasons for he like was considered most of like... the rest of the show i don't know what that was about yeah yeah he, he's, he's not the bulldog anymore he's like a pizza delivery guy at one well, point yeah, and they get rid of uh, jill Ch jill uh, uh, uh gil chesterton yeah it's weird at some point too i don't recall that but it's really weird that the role of the station manager was kind of this comedic revolving door where every season it was a different person who represented a different dynamic with Frasier. You had the sexual tension one. You there had was, the, the there Hispanic was the guy man. who changed formats of the station, which was a funny uh, pl plot arc. There was the there's the gay guy in a great just, episode. It's nothing uh, until Kenny. Uh, they just make it Kenny yeah, and it and, stays and Kenny for like four or five seasons it's really weird and he starts he starts knocking on the door of being like he a, kind of like a regular he kind of becomes character Kramer at that tier. point so the show has got after a point yeah he's <laughs> he's not a poochie well, he might be poochie he might be a poochie he might be uh there a, a f there is a literal poochie no no there is a uh, literal poochie on fraser who plays eddie <laughs> So the dog. I'm not. Are I'm you not going to sing a folk Are you going to sing a folk Because ballad? the dog who plays Eddie for most of the show got too old at one point to act. He started to go blind and he got really sick. And they replaced him with another dog. And then on the last day of filming, they brought the old dog who played Eddie onto set. And when the cast went to greet him, he perked up just as he did as he had uh, all the times before when they were talking to him, even though he couldn't see them. 
and uh, everyone in the cast started crying, including Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, Frank. I'm just. That's uh, a great story. I'm just weeping bitter. What the fuck was that? <laughs> uh, no. Can we talk okay. about how so Miles did, and Daphne should have never? I disagree together? with it too. I think it's a great story, and I think I, that, I uh, disagree with that. That's because <laughs> you're a couple of uh, incel soy boy. <laughs> Just calling everybody insults. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, soy boys can't Those be insults. Those are two opposite things. What? I'm in your the face. Stinks. I'm a shock jock. I'm a bulldog. Total BS. Get over it. That's my new catchphrase. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So, like, they reveal in her weight loss episode uh, that. Uh, she was afraid of living up to his expectations because uh, Niles was such a nice guy and put her on a pedestal Tom, and Tom, she was this Tom. imaginary person. He was never in love with the real not person. No. Oh. What? You know. What voice? You do. But I don't know. The voice. <laughs> no. What? Tom, hey. you do. Tom, do the voice. Patrick Stewart? <laughs> Tom, do, do the voice. Yes! Daphne? Oh, you, you seem genuinely perplexed. Oh, uh, no, eat shit. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. Oh, I was eating, boy, oh, I was eating these, these cookies. Because I was afraid I was of me husband's expectations. Oh, lordy. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> I, I I think all of the fat phobic shit mm. leading up to it was uh, fucked up, but I think that is a I, fascinating. I, I watched episode. it recently. Actually. I don't know if it holds up. You but once I told me. I, I, you once told me, Justin, that the funniest line in all of Frasier is when Daphne <laughs> fell on the floor, and when they picked her up, they went, "Well, it took three cranes to lift her." <laughs> <laughs> the reason it's funny it's is because it's line. funny to the characters. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. so in the plot of this episode that we forgot to talk about, uh, Dr. Mary... Did we talk about the fact that Dr. Mary does <laughs> well, her improv we talked and Frasier hates it? And then the director of the parade is like, yeah, no, Frasier, loosen up. Why aren't you doing this fucking improv? Um, and it's like, oh, God, poor Frasier. Sometimes life isn't what you expect it to be, and you gotta you gotta it's get something with unpredictable. It. With the times, you know, things are changing. It's, oh, ha cha cha! We got Doctor Mary now. It's something unpredictable. Oh my! Fuck. But in the end, it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. <laughs> All right, we're done with Frasier. It was a good episode. Join us in 2021 when I, let's, John let's Luke Picard, this. shall return. I have so much more to share. That's right, Mr. Data. All right, let's, 
let's 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 give out um a, a couple of uh, recommendations if we got them I, i've got two recommendations one uh the the new hulu uh christmas classic um uh happiest oh, season the, is that the aubrey plaza um, uh, uh very good <laughs> Um, it's, um, um, uh, the Kristen okay. Stewart, uh, Is Aubrey Plaza Christmas in it? romantic comedy, okay. um, uh, about okay. a, she is in it. She's, uh, she's very good mm-hmm. in it. Um, it's a, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, LGBT, uh, friendly Christmas film, which is always, uh, a, a good thing. And, uh, I think it's, uh, wonderful. Uh, the other one is and I'm glad I did not wait to play this. Uh I played the PS4 version, but Spider-Man Miles Morales, wonderful game. I've heard that game is very takes short. Takes place at fucking Christmas. What a what It's it is short, uh but it's uh it it does not overstay its welcome. Um Yeah. And uh Batman it's Arkham one of City the rare uh Christmas video games. So get into it. Tom is playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that mean he... Okay. Uh, I have a recommendation. Yeah, I have I'm a big sorry, one. I uh, Justin, I, in particular, I want to know if you've seen this yet. It's probably my favorite new... Like, favorite show of the... Not that anything fucking came out this year. But my favorite show of the year. Uh, it came out on HBO just a couple of months ago. Uh, it's How To with John Wilson. It's amazing. I have not watched and actually, it. Just, it is exactly wonderful you, Justin, as a TV show. Um, it is a guy, his name is John Wilson. Yeah. He makes a sort of first-person documentary series, um, and every episode starts with the premise, how to accomplish a simple task, and then he sort of spins it out into these sort of documentary essays about life and living in New York and and the times that we are currently existing in uh the first episode is how to make small talk uh and the second episode is how to deal with all the scaffolding that's in new york uh there's an episode about covering your furniture there's an episode about splitting the check and they all go to the most insane places that i think i've ever seen a tv show go and the final episode without spoiling it is probably one of the most moving things I've seen this year. Because it ends in a time period that I think all of us are familiar with right experiencing. On. Right on, Tom. You got anything? I'm going to recommend uh, two musical things. Both are holiday-themed. Uh, one is... If you are in our broadcast area, then you are also in the broadcast area of uh, uh, WPRB Princeton 103.3 FM on your dial and uh, the 32nd annual uh, John Solomon Christmas uh, 25-hour marathon on that uh, broadcast station starting at 5 p.m. on Christmas Eve where it's all uh, PRB caliber uh, Christmas music. Right on. Uh, can't recommend it enough because of it's that uh and speaking of christmas music i would like to recommend a little ditty that came out dropped this week 
like a meteorite from the sky, hot as a pancake. Yeah, a Christmas album it's a great one. I welcome to Wonder Falls. In this latest installment, the uh, yes. Otis is it was much more uh, shifted onto the narrative, narrative focused uh, with some of the best. Uh, <laughs> Some of the most subtle uh, radio play performing by uh, Plaid Lad's own Justin Eric Dutor. Quite funny. It is uh, very funny, uh, but it's not short on uh, Yuletide uh, sing-along fun. Uh, with a uh, surprisingly more, co- coherent, more coherent, enjoyable plot than in years past. I will say. Uh, I last year's last year's I think is the one I struggled with plot wise. Uh, <laughs> last last year's was the Christmas Chronicle two of uh, Wonderfalls. Yeah. It had the most lore. Yeah, uh, involved space aliens and wormholes and shit. This one, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a rip on Christmas Carol, uh, Scrooge shit, but uh, old Justy Boy isn't having it. And uh, eventually, they just uh, he he, he does agree and he does a great I rendition of all I want for Christmas and, is Eve. Uh, yeah, Carey. it's a good time. Oh. And uh, yeah, uh, get into it. <coughs> I think it takes you like twenty-two minutes or something like that. Yeah, and and well, for like it, for it's, context, it's, it's previous Christmas albums have involved him. Getting into storylines that are abandoned midway through the album, this is not. This is not such a case. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tight. It's it's a tight thing, and it's it's well done. It's good stuff. Genuine. Yeah. So uh, do that shit. Um, I mean, I yeah. I will say I think we will probably <laughs> be back in the year that Donald Trump isn't president anymore. Because why the fuck not? Who cares? We're still gonna be inside. We're gonna be inside until everyone gets the vaccine. So, it, don't fucking. We are probably gonna be Dude, inside after that who too. Are you kidding, man? Um, we're gonna be inside after that but too. <laughs> we're we're looking at oh, this has been a, a dog shit year for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. Uh, but one good thing happened, and that fat piece of shit is, uh, not gonna be our president in less than a month. Right on. Uh, He's got nothing. jinx us, He's got nothing. What are you doing? His legal challenge is dematerialized. Oh, wait. Snow is falling. So here it is, man. Christmas, everybody's having fun. Everybody's having fun. Look to the future now. It's only just begun. Uh, Justin, my fiance wants to know if you have ever done uh, the first song from Muppet Christmas Carol uh, as part of your albums. I told her you had not, but I, yes, and she said you should do that. No. Okay. Uh, I will that do it again, just for her. Okay. <laughs> don't how don't tell her I said again? that. So I've been I rewatching The Sopranos won't. recently, and the intrusive thought I've been having is the Sopranos characters doing <laughs> that song. 
Here comes this fucking asshole. Here comes this piece of shit. If he wasn't such a jerk off, I get someone to suck his dick. I didn't think that far into it. That's as far as the intrusive thoughts have gone. Keep going. That's that's Bobby Bacala. I what I thought you were gonna say is somebody should um put the Sopranos theme this over the, got the footage from the Woke up this yeah. morning, got myself a gun. No, actually, someone should do that. Uh, somebody is me, and it will be you on better not Instagram. Not do it. If you don't tomorrow. do it, I will yell at you. Speaking of. Follow, follow us on Plaid Lads Pod at Instagram. Uh, there's a Gmail too. Five stars. Who gives a shit? We'll, let, yeah, probably. Hopefully, we we'll remember the login to upload this. <laughs> Somebody will. Do you guys not have Touch ID on your laptops? <laughs> All right. One week since you looked at me. It's been at Rolled your eyes instead of crazy. Five days. <laughs> Murphy Crimbo, Merry Happy Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. We've, we've been plot lines. We will be back in the new year doing some nonsense. I don't know what it is yet, but we'll figure it out. I have a... That, that's literally my idea that I was about Deep to discuss when I hit nine. stop. Deep Space Nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, everybody. Merry Christmas. All right. Bye.